us now on Root of the Matter is Mac Moss. And uh, Mac, you've had quite the career with the Tennessee Department of Agriculture over the years. And just wrap that up just a few months ago, I guess now. And uh, for people who don't know, what, what was your job with the Department of Agriculture? Actually, the last 10 years, I was a supervisor, but, but I worked about as much as I supervised. But we graded cattle at feeder calf sales across the state of Tennessee. We took market reports. Uh, the laptops have come out, and uh, we did market reports with the laptops. At, and we covered, or I, I covered, or my staff covered, we all covered everything from about the Tennessee River to East Tennessee, Kingsport and Greenville up in there. And we graded those cattle. We grade cattle as we do the market report and put it in on the laptop computers. And because uh, that, that puts out a, that puts out a, uh, a uh, report that tells you what price of cattle are from the uh, eastern part of the state to the middle part of the state to the uh, western part of the state and tells you how much 500 pound steer is, what a 600 pound steer is, and num number ones, number twos, number threes. And we got all these different things that we uh, flesh and we've even, we even graded a lot of uh, fat cattle. I'll say fat cattle, shouldn't say that. Feeder cattle for load lots for the TLP and UPI over the years. We took a lot of trips around to see those cattle, uh, but the feeder calf sales have have dwindled a little bit over the years. But but we still do some of them in uh, McMinnville, Sweetwater, and uh, Greenville also. So it entails a lot, and we also grade sheep and goats. I mean, I know we're at a Tennessee cattlemen's convention, but sheep and goats has become a become a real a real entity in, in itself. And what you did was so vitally important for the the cattle producers out there right i mean they 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 needed to know the information that that you did and and still are doing right that's right that improves their bottom line we're trying to get these cattle and trying to get cattle improved genetic wise and trying to educate people we did B, bqa uh seminars and that kind of stuff trying to help them improve know what their cattle are worth know what kind of cattle they got and if it if it's a $2 steer calf or if it's going to be a dollar and a half steer calf, but trying to educate the, the farmer and the producer on what, uh, on what their cattle are worth. Some people don't know what they're worth. So we try to get them to read the information that we give, that we, we take and put out on the web and on the websites and, uh, and educate the farmer on what his cattle are worth. Now, how many years total did you end up doing it? I did, I, of course, I'll tell you the date. I started September the 3rd, 1985, which has been 38 years. And, of course, it's dribbled over about 38 years and four months is what, what I've done. So. I'm sure over those years you saw the market for cattle go up, down, in between. I'm sure you've seen it all in your number of years there. That's right. We've seen it seen cattle improve by as much as anything. Genetics has, has brought things back as much as anything, but we have seen the markets at the low, low, low. Used to grade a lot of feeder pigs. I sort of forgot that. And the feeder pig thing at one time got got cheap. I mean dirt cheap, but but I drove, of course we drove, we had trucks. I've driven about every place on in from West Tennessee to Eastern Tennessee. and. And, uh, but uh, the markets have, have been resilient. They brought themselves back, but it's, we have seen some tough and lean times. So, but we're trying to improve it, and genetics has probably been the base of it.
And you mentioned genetics and also Tennessee's unique. The BQA program has really strengthened and, and made the cattle industry in Tennessee top notch, really comparable to any state, right? It has. It's brought more attention to the hobby farmer. The hobby farmer, a lot of times he had a bull and 10 cows and he thought he was ready to go. But his genetics were not right, where BQA brought that into focus, got those people, they got that easy money, I'll call it, and got those people to come and get educated on what they were doing. Not just getting a check at the end of the, at the, the, from TAEP, but they, they improved their bulls, they improved their cows, their hay, their barns, and all that kind of stuff. And in general, it is, it is, the BQA has been a great program overall. And we're biased, you know, we're in Tennessee. We're Bacteria. Tennessee Farm Bureau, the Tennessee Department of Agriculture. Sure. But, I mean, I'd put our, our cattle industry up against anybody, even Texas, some of the bigger. I mean, we have a really strong cattle, and not just cattle, livestock in general. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, we education, the extension service, uh, you know, UPI, the TLP, the, all the yards. And, and here, us at Tennessee uh, Department of Agriculture try to educate just sort of like we did today trying to educate those people on what, when to sell the calves, what weight, you know, and the condition they need to be in. And if we do that, the southeastern cattle will have a better reputation. Right now they have a tough reputation or have, have for a long time, but we're, we're, we're taking a chink out of that. We're, we're improving that, no doubt. And working with the Tennessee Department of Agriculture, I'm sure you've seen over the years the, the partnership where the different commodity groups, Farm Bureau, Co-op, really the whole ag industry in Tennessee works very closely together to just, as you mentioned, make it better, whether that be cattle or any commodity. That's exactly right. And it takes everybody because, you know, the Co-op, Farm Bureau, TLP, UPI, Tennessee Department of Agriculture, if you didn't have those entities, I know some people give them a hard time, but if you didn't have those, who would teach you, you know, the hobby farmer on what kind of bull he needs to get or what kind of female he needs to get or if to sell his heifers or sell his steers at 500 pounds instead of just bringing them in and weighing four. And the vaccine uh, products, we've helped improve, the vaccine people have improved this thing. And of course that takes in a lot of those outfits too. The, the uh, 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 CPC and those outfits have, have, have helped improve this thing in back, uh, as far as castration of your calves, just, just general maintenance in your cattle. We, it, has, it takes everybody to help this out. And I'm sure, as we mentioned, over the course of your career, you saw the ups and downs, but really the, the tail end here, the last few years have really been a roller coaster ride when you had COVID and the ramifications of that with the pandemic. Now we're kind of at a high, right? Is that is that kind of what we're seeing in the cattle industry? Yes, we are at a high. Cattle market's booming every day, and people are interested in buying this and buying that, trying to, you know, I, they're a little bit late. They need to be, have these things in place a couple of years ago to get to, to reap the benefits of the, you know, the calf and the cow market and and uh, that kind of stuff. So, so it's 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 at a good point. It's going to stay like this, I think, for a couple of years. In the 2025, I think we'll see the cattle market do well. So what's driving that though? We're at the high right now. What what is? And there's probably not just one thing. Probably a combination of things. But what are a few of those things that's driving the high? I guess the main thing would be, uh, you know, consumer confidence in beef. Uh, we worked at that over the years and still working at it and that kind of stuff and trying to drive that conf confidence in, in uh, consumer beef. Plus, the cow herd has 
been has decreased already. We've we've lost a lot of way cows, and and we instead of retaining instead of retaining heifers, we've put a lot of heifers in the in the feedlot, and that that shortens your uh, slaughter. And uh, there's just there's just a shortage of cattle to the extent. It's 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 not terribly it's not terribly bad, but it but it's getting there. But that's probably one of the main things that's driven this thing. And our economy has, of course, improved too. More disposable money by the by the uh, by the person you know by the regular people in in the communities and urban areas. But uh, but that that I guess that's what I would I would say would be the biggest thing. People love beef, right? I mean, not just here in the United States, but you've got other nations as well that have gotten a taste for American beef, and they can't find that quality beef from other nations. That's what I understand. The Japanese people, the Chinese people, have all taken this in, even some other countries, and it's become a popular commodity, I guess you'd say, with other countries, and uh, it has definitely improved, uh, improved the, uh, you know, the speed of it or get. I won't say getting rid of it, but it's the sale of beef and that kind of stuff, the pop popularity of beef, no doubt. We're here at the Tennessee Cattlemen's Association annual meeting, and uh, you were given some live cattle demos today. Uh, why is it important for you to come out and, and meet face-to-face -face with cattle producers, and even, you know, after all the years that you served, to, to still do this? Oh, I like to do it. Um, sometimes you don't get hit the people that the people that really need to hear this don't come to these things but the people that are here well they'll take a little grain of something that we said or that we talked about and they'll take it home and then improve their cow herd uh, whether it be cow herd whether it be goats or their sheep or whatever it may be but it, I love to see people take a little bit of this and not that I'm the smartest or or anything like that but we do a lot of these BQA things to help knowledge you know for people and they they, they like and apparently they like it because we keep being asked to come back and and do these do these programs sounds like over your career you've loved it well i have yeah yeah you get to leave home you don't know where you're going and you don't know when you'll get home so but uh you see a lot of a lot of the state of tennessee no doubt yep enjoyed it well, Mac Moss, retiring from the Tennessee Department of Agriculture, congratulations on a fantastic career, your service to the state, and thanks for joining us on Root of the Matter today. Thank you very much. I, I've enjoyed every minute of it.